We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we're talking about the Word of God being seed and water and how that it will produce if you understand it. But if you don't understand it, Satan will steal it from you. Turn with me in the scripture to John's Gospel, the 15th chapter. In the Bible, Jesus said something in the 15th chapter of John that I think we need to look into because it's very important to us understanding the ability of God's Word to cleanse and to purge. In John, the 15th chapter, beginning with verse 1, Jesus said, I am the true vine, my Father is the husbandman. Now, one translation says it this way, I am the true vine, my Father is the farmer. Now, we can understand that, can't we? He's the one that causes it all to work. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Now if you'll notice that Jesus has made a statement here that the word will clean you up. It'll clean up your act. It'll cause you to think right or think the way that God thinks if we get our minds renewed to the Word of God. Now, down through the years, you know, someone has made the statement that the Bible is so simple, you'd have to have someone to help you misunderstand it. And I certainly, I believe that's true, but we've had a lot of help down through the years. And if we don't understand the fact that the Word of God is not only the seed as spoken of in Mark's gospel, the fourth chapter. It says the sower, Jesus telling the parable of the sower, and when he explained the parable, he says the sower soweth the word. The seed is the word of God, but not only that, from what Jesus says here, the seed will also cleanse, and it is a type of cleansing, which is water. Then there's another area that we need to talk about. We'll actually talk about three, maybe four things here. The seed, the water, and the light. See, David said, the entrance of the word bringeth light. Now, any farmer knows that if you don't have seed, soil, water, and light, you're not going to produce anything. I mean, you can plant a seed in the darkness and it may sprout all right. It may come up, but it'll die. It just simply cannot survive unless there is soil, water, and light. Any seed must have that to grow. So when Jesus said, I am the true vine and my father is the farmer, essentially is what he said there. My father is the farmer. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Now go with me to Ephesians, where Paul refers to the word of God as water, or a type of water, in Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verse 
25, as he has made a discourse here. In fact, let's start verse 24. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wife be to their own husbands and everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it may be holy and without blemish. So here he says, by the washing of water, by the word. So again here, the scripture refers to the word of God as being water, something that will cleanse. It will certainly get some of the (laughs) religious ideas that we've picked up down through the years. Sometimes I call it religious trash that we collect in our minds sometimes just because of a lack of understanding. Quite often you'll hear people talk about, well, you know, God did this or God did that. Now, under the old covenant, we find that many times things were attributed to God in the old covenant that he did not do. In fact, Dr. Robert Young, who was one of the leading authorities on the Hebrew language, says in his book on hints to Bible interpretation that many things were attributed to God under the Old Covenant because of the active verb that was used. It was translated in a causative sense and says God did this when God didn't do it at all. Many of the things, many times it was angels that did it, are just the fixed laws of God as we know today as he that soweth shall reap, you know. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatsoever he soweth, that shall he also reap. Now that's a fixed law of God, and therefore things in that manner were attributed as God doing it. But we can understand today because we have more light on the word of God that God didn't do everything that he was accused of doing under the old covenant and not even some of the things that he was accused of doing under the new covenant. We find in the scriptures, particularly in the old covenant, but even also in the new covenant, for one instance that I'm thinking about right now is where that in Isaiah it says that God, it says it's something like this, don't remember exactly how it goes, that God would close their eyes that they would not see and believe, and so on. But now when you read the account of it in the New Testament, when Jesus brought that scripture back into perspective, then he says their eyes they have closed. In fact, I think it'd be good if we turn to that. Go with me there to Matthew, the 13th chapter. And we begin with verse 14. Jesus says, And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah's or Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and not perceive. Now here again, if you read Isaiah's account of it, it sounds like God was going to make them to where they could not hear, and they could not understand, and they could not be converted. That's what the Old Testament, that's the way it bears it out. And I intended to get that scripture, look it up, and read it, and you'll find, but when Jesus comments on that scripture, he puts it in the right perspective. Now, he said, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, seeing ye shall see, and not perceive. But this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, then their eyes they have closed. 
lest at any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Well, now, if anyone knew what the Scripture meant, I believe Jesus did, don't you? So here you find that a scripture under the Old Covenant that seemed to say that God did this to those people, Jesus brings it into the right perspective here in the New Testament and says, their eyes they have closed. And when we realize that it's not a matter of God making these things happen the way they did. In fact, if you're not careful, you'll even get the idea that Judas was predestined to betray Christ because of reading some things that it says even in the New Covenant. But you see, that is not so because he was a man that had a free will and sin was in him. He was a thief. Therefore, he was used of the devil to betray Christ. But because of the way that you read it, some of the things that are said even in the New Covenant, it would indicate that he just couldn't help himself. He was predestined to do that. But that is not true. And when we get into the scripture here in Isaiah, when we talk about this scripture here, where Isaiah prophesied this, you see, you can have a scripture, all right, that seemingly says that, but you see, if you will put some water with it, it'll make it produce for you. And you see, the water is the word as well as the seed. It's also seed and water, and it'll cause it to produce for you. Now, here in the 15th verse, it says, Their eyes they have closed. Now, this word for closed is the same Greek word that we get our word squinted from. Like if you walk out of this building, even though there's light here, and you walk out into the sunlight, you have to squint your eyes. You have to close them. So, evidently, this is what Jesus is referring to, that when light had come, they closed their eyes to the light because they were so used to darkness. So that darkness caused them to become accustomed to the darkness, and then when great light came, they closed their eyes to it. And we must be careful that when new understanding and new illumination from the Word of God comes, that we don't close our eyes to that illumination, as these people did. Because how many of you know that God is still giving more light on the Word today? And the closer we get to the end of time, then our light shall grow lighter, and I think we'll have greater understanding of the Word. Now, another scripture I want to mention is the fact that when the children of Israel were in the desert, and the Bible says that God sent snakes among them and bit them and they died. But now, when you go back and study that in the context of it, God told them what was going to happen to them if they didn't obey His Word. Now, when they didn't obey his word, their disobedience brought the serpents and brought the destruction and brought the death and the suffering, but it's translated that God did it. When God didn't do it at all, he just simply told them that's what's going to happen if they got out from under the covenant and they murmured and complained. In fact, in one place he said, it'll happen to you just like you say in my ear, and they said, we're all going to die in the wilderness. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, we have a DVD offer today, offer number 7884. It's entitled, The Intent of the Word. 
You know, the intent of what is said in the Word of God is important and sometimes more important than what was said. If you don't get the intent of it, you will miss the truth of the matter. It's a 90-minute DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $24. In Luke, the 11th chapter, you will find that it says, Jesus said to the disciples, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go to him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine is in his journey coming to me, and I have nothing to set before him. He that within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, my children in bed, and I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, or barefaceness, or boldness, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. Now, you've heard people say, well, you know, Jesus just teaching us just keep on asking, keep on pestering God till finally he'll give in. But you'll notice the intent of what is being said here. Now, I know that the word importunity can mean to keep on keeping on, but when you say the importunity of faith, you have changed the meaning of the word. Because faith just asks once and just keeps standing there and standing there and standing there until they receive. And Jesus said, I say unto you, ask and it shall be given unto you, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened to you. Everyone that asketh receiveth, he that seeketh findeth, to him that knocketh it shall be opened. So this is not saying that you just keep on praying the same prayer. It is an importunity of faith. When you ask, you believe you receive. That's offer number 7884. It's called The Intent of the Word. 90-minute DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.